All right. Hi, David Lewis. How are you? Welcome back. We've got a new premier in New South Wales. Daniel Perrottet, Gladys Berejiklian resigned as well. Uh, we've got an Omicron variant of COVID-19 coming out. Uh, how's how, What's your thoughts on that, on our new premier? Um, well, our new premier, I don't think is any better than the old premier. <laughs> uh I'm leaving one of the things that they tried to do is direct everything to his uh, religious beliefs. We well, so Catholic. that they can Yeah, and that's fine. He's in he's a very extreme form of Catholic too. Mm. And of course, we, we live in a uh, a demo, a secular state and a democracy where you're allowed to have whatever um religious belief you like, provided they don't um transgress the law of the state. Mm. Um so that's why they were trying to push discussion there so they could start to shut down criticism of him mm. by saying, well, that's his personal beliefs, which he has a perfect right to, which, of course, he does. Mm -hmm. um, uh, he was one of the faction in the New South Wales cabinet who pushed hard against going into lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, we now see four months later lockdown and Victoria in chaos, that that was a mistake mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. they should have locked down very quickly uh, and it would have got things, even Delta, under a lot more control than it did. Mm. Uh, he has said that he wants to see the virus rip, which brings us to Omicron. We all thought we'd beaten Delta and then this new strain comes through. Now, we don't quite know yet how bad it is. Mm. Uh, I think Norman Swan said something along the lines of we're hoping for that it'll spread, it'll spread, but it'll be mild. Mm -hmm. uh, a few people picked up on that and said, that's what it is. That it's mild. It'll spread, but it's mild. He didn't quite say that. Mm. So um, I know that uh, hospitalizations have gone up in South Africa where it was found. Oh, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't come from South Africa. Um, um, it, 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 uh, it, it was found in South Africa. Yeah. Um, so, so we've got to be careful. Uh, yeah. I, I, well, you know, well, when we read this stuff, when we find out about this stuff, yeah. one, who's saying it? Mm -hmm. Two, why are they saying it? And three, what are they saying? Well, let's know, talk, let's look at this because I listen to Fox News and Sky News as well as you know I'm on the I'm on the right myself, David. And what's going uh -huh. on with Joe Biden is he's making these vaccine mandates and healthcare workers are getting the sack. Some police officers, so people are moving to Florida. By the sounds of it, uh, New South Wales has become a police state as well because you've got to show your vaccine pass as well just to go and have a coffee, which is a pain in the ass. Um, it now, is. I was listening to Sky News and an epidemiologist was saying that we're just going to have to build herd immunity to it. Uh, and eventually, you know, this virus will just, it's going to infect no one. I was watching a show on Disney Plus last night, uh, COVID-19, and actually seeing people on a ventilator. It's quite scary. And yes, this is mm. dangerous as well. 
and how hard it hit America when Donald Trump was in president. But uh, there's some things, you know, Fox News is not happy about what Joe Biden is doing uh, as well. Sure. Yeah. Um, and Sky News. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's the same company. Uh, what they call it, Fox in America, and uh, and uh, uh, Sky in in here mm. and in Britain. It's B Sky B in Britain, I think. Mm. Um, the thing with a vaccine mandate mm. and this i think a lot of people don't understand this isn't we we have a lot of mandates uh in in daily life it's mm. a mandate that we walk on the left side of the of the road mm-hmm. you know when people don't it's a pain mm. um a a mandate for health is slightly different People say oh, it impinges on my rights. It does, but in this case, it's for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Herd immunity, if we can get it, would be great. And the only way you can really get it is either by losing 10 or 20 or 50% of your population mm-hmm. from dying from the virus. Mm-hmm. And you do die from it. I know that there's a school of thought that say, no, you, you only die from it if you have comorbidities. That's not actually true. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are... Certainly, if you have comorbidities, you have a much higher chance of dying. But mm-hmm. there have been perfectly healthy people go in and who have died from it. Mm. Uh, the, the only other way, of course, to get herd immunity is through effective vaccination. Well, that's um, what we're trying to do, David, mm. in New South Wales. I mean, a booster shot's available next year, but then... Oh. Uh, I don't know, because I, I, ha- I had Peter Sitgreaves, Liberal member for Camden... Uh, on the podcast this week and we don't know if there's going to be any more variants of this uh COVID-19 you know from what the epidemiologists are saying herd immunity could be the the answer to to this yeah that's what we're hoping for um and the best way uh the, the the best way of um getting herd immunity is is by being vaccinated Mm. new south wales was going to uh, relax a whole lot of restrictions Mm -hmm. once we reached 90 percent now we could argue over that figure uh, uh, and whether it's a true 90 percent because does it include certain people and Mm. is it enough is it too much i'm Mm. i'm not going to argue over that here because it Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the Stephen Shields radio show has a lot of good stuff to talk about too, and I don't want to take up the rest of the week. Um, you know, you got other guests you got to talk to, and and mm. just on a, a quick footnote, your guests have been fantastic. Thank you. Um, um, but we're falling short by 0.5 percent of mm. that 90 percent. Again, we could argue, well, should they round it up? Because instead of one in 20 people, it's one in 21 people or something, Mm. Um, which isn't that much of a difference. Um, But the best way of stopping all of these discussions is is by getting vaccinated. Mm. Um, uh, It's not putting microchips into you. It's not (laughs) making you magnetic. We know know what's in it. Uh, Mm. I mean, Basically, it's a form of the virus. 
so that mm-hmm. your antibodies can recognize this is the virus. Mm. Um, now, as for how bad or how okay Omicron is, mm-hmm. we, we don't know yet, I don't think. No, we don't know yet. And, and look, you look at... Um, I've, I've started seeing... Uh... Uh, Metallic is playing in front of a concert again and Megadeth yep. as well. Yep. So the United States, you know, they're going back to like what we were living pre-pandemic at, at concerts. See, they don't take their um, social distancing as seriously like we do uh, in Australia yeah. as well. I mean, to be fair, if you go to Metallica or Megadeth, you <laughs> want to be in the mosh. Oh, <laughs> you yeah. Don't be, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be... Arms distance. This is I know. fun. <laughs> um, I know. And presumably, they're taking a calculated risk. Mm. Well, um, they they went with the Johnson and Johnson. Uh, Doctor Fauci as well. Been watching a documentary yep. by Doctor Fauci. He's yep, yep. worked with the left and right. Uh, yes. Uh, right. Yes, wing. he has. Uh, you can see him uh, talk, you know, in a meeting with the president. It's on Disney Plus, by the way, ex-president Donald Trump. Um, I think now here's a question. If John McCain, John McCain was on the right, was he? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Now, if would have you rather John McCain being the president instead of Donald Trump? John McCain seemed to me to be a relatively decent man. Mm. Um uh i he was a vietnam veteran he was shot down and captured by the viet cong and tortured by the viet cong Shit. um if you watch uh ken burns documentary on vietnam mm-hmm. there's quite a bit on mccain there um actually mm-hmm. um so he was a genuine war hero and trump who was able to get medical exemptions on very dubious grounds mm-hmm. Uh, said he didn't like soldiers who got captured, mm. which is one thing to say when you've never had a shot fired at you in anger. Mm. It's another thing to say if he was a veteran. Now, I'll be fair here too. If you were going to skip going to a war, Vietnam was one. Bill Clinton uh, avoided going to war, partly yeah. through his university. Um, what about George uh, Bush? He didn't go. Yeah, he didn't go either, yeah. And again, it was one of those... World War II was a different thing. Mm. Avoiding going to World War II, there were still reasons and uh, genuinely held beliefs of pacifism or... um, uh, But even pacifists like Woody Guthrie Mm -hmm. joined the Merchant Navy, so they're helping supplies go through. So they're helping the war effort, even if they're not combatants. Mm. Um, Yeah, so I... I don't know that Trump, uh, that, sorry, I don't know that McCain would have been a great president, but I think he probably would have been a better president than Donald Trump. Certainly he wouldn't have encouraged uh, an insurrection on the steps of the Capitol. How come uh, John McCain, is he going to run for president again? Because Fox News is supporting Donald Trump quite a bit. Uh, uh, John, John McCain died uh, did he? last year. Yeah, yeah, oh, he had brain shit. cancer. So probably oh, not. We're still waiting to hear. But probably not. I think he's busy. <laughs> uh, see, I can't keep up to date on everything, David. No, that's that's true. Uh, his daughter, um, I've forgotten her name, uh, is being 
pressured by the Republicans to leave. She's a senator or a, mm. or a member of the House. Um, I want to say Elizabeth McCain. Mm-hmm. Um, so she may continue on his legacy. Mm-hmm. I think what we may see is a split in the Republican Party between the, we'll call them the traditionalists, those who mm-hmm. uh, liked Reagan and Bush, mm-hmm. and and the we'll call them the radicals, those who are absolute Trump supporters. And mm. uh, one of those factions is going to break off, I think. Mm. Um, I don't think the Trumps will because they need the resources of a, of a party, whereas I think the other side, which is mostly establishment people, mm. uh, will be able to use the resources of a new party. Mm. Now, we had a council election last weekend uh, as well. We did, yes. Did you vote? <laughs> uh, of course, it is Good my civic you. duty. I pre-polled, actually, because oh, Saturday is a busy day for me. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I put my vote in and um, uh, still looking for the results for Canterbury-Bankstown. I know they're out there, but I keep forgetting to look up. Yeah, look, <laughs> which, is, I, which is terrible. I don't really... Um focus too much on council elections i'm more focusing on state and federal um the thing is is that local elections are probably in many ways the most important because mm. that's the that's the uh branch of government that is um providing the road at your house it's providing often your sewage mm. it's providing uh, a lot of the infrastructure mm-hmm. uh, that you require. Uh, this is not to disparage what state and federal give, of course, but uh, there's a lot more corruption in local government than state government, which mm. people in New South Wales will be snorting with derision at, but it's mm. actually true um, because not enough people watch it carefully. So it's good to know who the mayor is, who the councillors are, who they're working for are they genuine councillors who are there to try and make the community a better place mm. this is not a party endorsement by the way this isn't saying that members of these parties tend to do better than members of other parties mm. um this is you know i've said a million times on on the new politics podcast mm-hmm. i'm always in favor of honest hard-working mm. uh passionate members of government Mm-hmm. And I don't really care what party they're in. That's the that's the first step. Mm. If you have a good local member, if you have a good council, if you have good council people, you're ahead. It doesn't matter really what party they're in. Well, see, um, I was listening to Sky News this week. Malcolm Turnbull was sort of rubbishing the prime minister, saying that Scott Morrison lied. Now, Malcolm Turnbull, he was a bit crazy himself uh, when he was prime. He was a Fabianist or something. But uh, he didn't do too well as our as our prime minister. Yet he's rubbishing Scott Morrison. Like, why would you rubbish your own pie, uh, liberal, <laughs> liberal, liberal prime minister? And he was replaced. Well, Scott Morrison replaced him the, yeah. the day after. The day after Scott Morrison had said, "I'm ambitious for Malcolm Turnbull," he managed to get the numbers and roll him as prime minister. So. We guess he was ambitious for him to be turfed out and Scott Morrison. What happened to Tony Abbott as well? He was um, turfed yeah. out, replaced by Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah, that's Labor, politics. Labor government did the same with Julia Gillard oh, and Kevin Rudd, sure. you know. 
the um, trouble with both parties is that uh, there's not a lot of unity in there. Mm. Um, it's settled down a bit in Labor. Um, Anthony uh, Albanese is going to run, I think, for Prime Minister. Yes, he's leader of the party, and so he will be hoping that the Labor Party will win enough seats in the House of Representatives to form government. Where's, um, um, where's Bill Shorten gone? He's still on the front bench. He's working every day for Labor policy. He's um, I feel, a shadow for aged care and social security, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, Bill, uh, if Bill had said at the end of the last election, I'm stepping down, I've, you know, I've, I've done my go and left, everybody would have said, okay, fair enough. Mm. Uh, he's still... Uh, very senior member of government working um working as uh, very senior member of i'm sorry of the labor party mm. working working hard to make sure that the labor um philosophy and labor policy and uh, mm. opposing the government so it it doesn't happen often but occasionally wayne swan did too um uh I can't think of any liberal leaders offhand who did, um, but I know that there were. Uh, it, it's a very John Howard actually. Mm -hmm. After he was knifed as leader of the opposition in '86, he got up the next morning and started working for the Labor Party. Uh, for the sorry, I'll say that again. Started working for the Liberal Party. Mm. John Howard, yeah, he was an interesting man, long time. And then the previous was Bob Hawke. He he was in um, uh, how many years was Bob Hawke president? Ten years was he? Uh, Prime Minister, uh, yeah. eleven, I think. Shit, that's Howard a long beats time. him. Yeah, it's a very particularly in the brutality of Australian politics. Mm. Um, our longest serving Prime Minister was Robert Menzies, who did sixteen years. Was he Labor or Liberal? No, he was, was Liberal. He, wow. he was liberal. Uh, before then, before I think it was Lyons on nine years and he died in office. Yeah. Bruce in seven years. So, yeah, and then after then it's four and five years. I think the average term is about five years, which is two terms, really. We, we have three-year terms, but rarely does a parliament run for three years. Now, how's um how's new politics going for you? How's how's that? Yeah, been yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're we're about to do our final podcast today. Mm -hmm. We've been interviewing independent movements and independent candidates around Australia. Mm. Uh, so we spoke to Kuyong, Voices of Kuyong. We spoke to the what's called the Shady Sukar campaign in uh, the Cedar Deacon mm. in Victoria. Mm -hmm. uh, we spoke to Zoe Daniel, who's running in the seat of Goldstein, and um, I'm just about to speak to, or I spoke to her yesterday, we're just about to release tomorrow, my interview with Kylie Tink in uh, North Sydney. Mm -hmm. um, now, if we, are these uh, members just starting out, David, or have they been yeah. in politics for a while? I figured, yeah. No, yeah, they, they, they're all just starting. The Voices of campaign is a national movement um of, of quite a few seats who mm -hmm. don't want to vote for the established parties anymore they want independent people in who will uh represent the seat 
See, people have been um, trying to vote for independent parties for years, but they seem they can't beat the Labor or the Liberal government. It, it it's hard. It does happen. Um, I'm trying to think of. There's Clive Farmer Clive, tried, but I don't. Uh, know. Clive's a different story, <laughs> and 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 he had a. There was people like Ted Mack who held the seat of North Sydney for twelve years or something. Uh, wow. Peter Andron in Orange held it for seven, but he he he, he died. Yeah. Um, um, who else? Um, Jackie Lambie uh, is an independent. Um, she's still going. She's still going. She's in the Senate, of course. It's a little yeah. bit easier for independent senators to be elected, although uh, I don't know if this was part of the interview or not, but Kylie Tink was mm-hmm. saying how hard it is as an independent to run because mm-hmm. it's very expensive. And it shouldn't be expensive. If if you can get enough people to show that you're a you're a Zali Stegel, of course, in Warringah is a, another independent who's currently sitting. Um, if you can get enough people to um, uh, say yes, this is a serious candidate, I I think, and then you put down your five hundred dollar deposit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that. You get allocated. You should get allocated a certain budget mm. to advertise and to and 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 you can't exceed that budget. Mm. And that we stop donations to political parties. And I think that would sort a lot of stuff out. And we mm. used to have that. And in fact, we still do in a way. In that, if you get more than four percent of the primary vote, you get a dollar twenty for each vote mm-hmm. you get, uh, or something. I can't remember the exact figure now. Um, but that was a good thing because it meant that if you were pretty serious, you could stand in the next election mm-hmm. and not have to worry about raising hundreds of thousands of dollars, um, which means that some people, there, there are some donors who give a lot of money and then expect a return on that. Mm. And, and we, we don't want that. You know, we want um we want um people to um uh be elected on merit we want people to be elected Mm. fairly we want people to be elected without uh vested interests Mm. um or at least or at least interests that they declare i mean yeah Labor obviously came out of the union movement, so that, that's 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 fine. They say that's open and historical fact, and everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were a party that was in favour of well, the National Party in favour of mining, as long as we know this, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's not about yeah. whether it's it's openness go ahead sorry the thing is um i've been reading the abc uh and uh i know they're not affiliated with uh any of the parties themselves um i'm trying to read a bit of the sydney morning herald if i can yep but it's always more expensive the sydney morning herald yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) i it it's the it's owned by Fairfax. Yeah. And Fairfax um, uh, 
is owned by a cartel uh, or a or a cartel's the wrong word. <laughs> You're not in Mexico, David. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> it's it's owned by a consortium, mm. uh, and the chair of um, Fairfax is Peter Costello, ex treasurer yeah. of Australia. So there's some kind of bias there. It's like a um, price of a cup of coffee, small coffee. Yeah. See, the Daily Telegraph sells more than the Herald for some reason. Yeah. Um, Well, the Telegraph realises that Sydney exists outside of the lower Mm -hmm. North Shore and the inner west and the eastern suburbs. Mm -hmm. Um, The Telegraph does the local coverage a little bit better. Mm. a little bit better you'll get stories coming out of Parramatta and you'll get stories coming out of uh Liverpool and uh Campbelltown and and Mm. and, um Emu Plains Mm. and uh Bankstown and which I'm probably being unfair to the Sydney Morning Herald but they're less prominent those stories Mm -hmm. um what's um what are you reading as your your choice of news media um I like the independents, the good independents, not not the whack, wackies. Um, um, so I, I'll start with new politics. Um, yes. Uh, but I, I like uh, independent Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, I don't mind crikey. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind kangaroo court is a little bit, it can be a little bit on the, uh, more obsessed side of things, but he does a good job. Um, yeah, I like, I like that type of thing. And then I, I keep my eye on Twitter and Instagram where people will put stories up, yeah. uh, which which tend to be what I need to know, interestingly enough. So. See, I I stay away from um, political posts on social media and news chat rooms. I prefer to get it yep. on audio podcasts. That's yep, yep. how I get my news. Because there's yep. people out there that just want to that want to troll David and just put shit yeah. on people. Oh yeah, you know you got to be um, scrolly, you know, and and I don't comment like, on vaccine yeah. posts. Oh no, oh, <laughs> some some of the nonsense that, and you I know don't the, know where they get it from. The government, I think the Scott Morrison government's trying to bring in these anti-trolling laws. And and yeah. Facebook cracking down on on tech companies about um, yeah. privacy regulations. Hello. Yeah, you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awkward silence. <laughs> yeah. Just as we start talking about vaccine, it goes down. <laughs> <laughs> now, but uh, yeah, that that's what listeners. Uh... If I'm not here tomorrow, I have been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what's going on in Australia, David. Yeah. Yeah, it, it there's been and I don't quite know where it's come from, but there's been a, a movement saying that the vaccines are all to do with some kind of Chinese communist takeover of Australia in nineteen seventy six or nineteen seventy sorry, nineteen seventy four. Mm. And the mask wearing is about teaching Australians compliance. Mm-hmm. Australia is one of the most compliant nations in the world. 
<laughs> so I don't know what it is they want to teach. Mm. It, yeah, it's just really, it's just really weird. And when people are reading this stuff, you hear the phrase, do your research. Mm. I've done my research. I've been right through the archives of the National Parliament from 1901 through to about 19, archives-wise, through to about 1988. Mm. There are no documents saying that Australia was sold. There is no legislation. There is no hidden legislation. It's mm. all in the archives. Um, See, the thing with yeah. China, David, is if if you want to do business in China, you got to you got to be politically correct with China. So, um, sure, that's true of every country too. The thing is, if you like, want to do business with France. Yeah, you can't say certain things that'll upset their government. I, I think South Park did an episode about this. They took the piss out yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite funny. But that's what's yeah. going on. If you want to do business with China, you've got to make China happy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but... If, if, and listeners have thought, oh, we were waiting for the long silence here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we miss about David's uh, interviews, the long yep. silence. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm trying to come up with an answer. But, um, and uh, the thing is, yeah. is most countries will have, you'd be hard-pressed to go into any American business and say the American system of government mm. and the American people are stupid. Mm. A lot of Americans, you might get some fringe guys who say, yeah, 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 yeah you're right. But mo most, even those who don't like Joe Biden mm -hmm. or Donald Trump will say, you've got no right to say that. You know, we want to deal with you. We've got plenty of people who we can buy our stuff. So while I'm not a fan of the Chinese government per se, mm. um, and I want to stress it's the Chinese government I'm not a, a fan of. Chinese people, Chinese culture is all wonderful and Chinese immigration to Australia has enriched it. Immensely. I like your political correctness, David. <laughs> it's, not, it, it's not political correctness; it's political truth. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> this is awesome. It's, it, 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 it's political truth. I'm speaking. Um, mm. The Chinese government, in the same way that I mightn't like an Australian government or a or a yeah. British government. That's that's my issue with the Chinese government. And but I'm not trading. They're not interested in what I have to sell. But if they if they did, I would be probably a bit more. Mm. Um, uh, what's the word? Diplomatic mm. Mm. in in my criticisms, mm -hmm. just because that's how you do business. So, exactly. Yeah. No, but this was this was an awesome episode. Our final one for the year for for me and you, David. It's always great having you on, and um, always always great to be here, Steve. I love doing these. Looking forward for twenty twenty two. By the sounds of it, uh, I think we what have we got a state or a federal election next year? Uh, federal federal election due by May the twenty second. Yeah, I so, wouldn't mind doing a, an election special with you. Done. <laughs> this will be good yep si sign me up i love to do it 
you know, and um, uh, music, are you gigging lately or what's happening with I you? I am. If if anybody is in the ride area on this Sunday, uh, yeah. my duo Russell, uh, sorry, my duo Red Alert with Russell Hull, mm-hmm. who's an incredible singer, will be playing at Club Ride. Nice. Not, not, uh, not the Leagues Club and not the Top Ride Club, Club Ride on Victoria Road mm-hmm. from one to four. Uh, afternoon of uh, uh, relaxed chills, nice. or it might be a dancey, depending on the crowd. If you want to dance, come along. We'll see what we can do. Exactly, guys. If you want advertise uh, ad ad free uh, shows of the Stephen Shields Radio Show, just one dollar a month uh, will help support the podcast. So, uh, at the moment, uh, I'm looking for sponsors, but this will help monetize. If you want to support the show. Uh, if any any listeners out there go support David Lewis's work, uh, watch New Politics, or you're planning on um, uh, filming your podcasts in the future, uh, I've got a great face for radio, so yeah. probably not. <laughs> yeah, go and listen if, to it. If thirty thousand of you sign up, Steve can have me on next month. Yeah. <laughs> Always do. Now it's an interesting show. What's going on on the left? And yeah, this is this is awesome, David. And yeah, great show. Have a merry Christmas and a happy new year. Anything you else you want to say before we wrap up? No, I'd just like to thank you for having me on again and again and again. And uh, thanks to thanks to all the listeners, and uh, all the very best for the season for everyone listening. You too.